0: Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 246. O thou who spreadest the heaven like a tent He who depends on thee ne'er is forspent. Still for his might on thee he ever counteth On wings of eagles he unwearied mounteth Have ye not heard Have ye not known the everlasting God, creator is of heaven and earth, and he alone is Lord? Hymn number 246. Scriptural will be given by Imogene from Australia.
1: The Bible Psalm for who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? O Lord God of hosts. Who is a strong Lord like unto thee? Thou rulest the raging of the sea. When the waves thereof arise, thou stillest them. The heavens are thine, the earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. Thou hast a mighty arm. Strong is thy hand, and high is thy right hand. Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day, for thou art the glory of their strength. For the Lord is our defence, and the Holy One of Israel is our King. Blessed be the Lord for evermore, Amen and Amen.
0: Let us now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science Textbook. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 275. Praise now, creative mind, maker of earth and heaven, Glory and power to him belong, joy of the sun and skies, strength where the hills arise. So let us praise with joy and song. Hymn number 275. to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, which is a training session in practical Christian science. And we had a really good one this morning, as usual. (laughs) So if you missed it or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. It will also be featured on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m. and that Sunday school has a teleconference number so that any child anywhere can attend by telephone. And in fact, many of our Sunday school students do attend via the telephone. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, call us, we'll be happy to give you the number, and we'll be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 815, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives saved through the study and practice of Christian science and at all of our services and meetings we have a nursery for infants and toddlers we had a really good bible study yesterday and that concludes this season's of bible studies we're going to take a little break for the summer so the next Bible study will be held sometime in September. We'll announce the date, and we'll post study questions for you on the website as we get closer to the date, so everybody can enjoy their vacation this summer. And speaking of our website, I'd like to point out an article that I found very Very good. Um, By Edward A. Kimball, entitled, The Great Gift of God. If you ever question whether God is giving us what we need every day, this is a, a very good article. And everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. Now we will have the reading of A Testimony of Healing from Miscellaneous Writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Karen from California.
4: Page 401. It is something more than a year and a half. Since I was cured of a complication of diseases through reading Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures. Becoming at an early age disgusted with drugs, I learned hygiene and practiced it faithfully for over 20 years. Then I began to lose all faith in its efficacy, became greatly discouraged. And as I had never been cured of a single ailment, I rapidly grew worse in health. Hearing of this, a dear sister brought me science and health. Her admonition was, now, quote, now read it, Eve. I have heard that just the reading of that book has been known to heal the sick, unquote. I had read to and through The chapter on healing and teaching, and was so deeply interested that I began reading that blessed chapter over again, when I found I was cured of my dyspepsia, that I could use my strength in lifting without feeling the old distressing pain in my side, and also that the pain in the kidneys only came on at night, waking me out of sleep. Then I began my first conscious treatments. Of course I followed no formula, and I needed none. A cry for help, knowing it would be answered. Precious texts from the Bible, which had already become like a new book to me. Sweet assurance of faith by the witnessing spirit. Strong, logical conclusions learned from science and health. What a wealth of material. Before finishing the book, all tendency to my old aches and pains had left me, and I have been a strong, healthy woman ever since. My first demonstration with another than myself was also before I had finished my first reading. My husband was cured of the police of bilious fever by not over 10 minutes treatment, the fever and pain in head and limbs disappearing in that instantaneous way as soon as I could summon sufficient courage to offer my services in this to us new but glorious work. He slept soundly that night. The treatment was given about 10 a.m and ate and worked as usual the next day with no symptoms of a relapse then or afterward. That was in March, 1888. In the following August, I met in one of our Rocky Mountain berry patches a lady who complained so bitterly that I felt compelled to offer her treatment. Her words when I visited her at her home during Christmas week will give some idea of the result. Quote, yes, I am doing three women's work, attending to my own and my son's health work, and caring for his wife and newborn babe. But I am equal to it when I think of all the Lord has done for me. Why, Mrs. S. I was cured with that first treatment you gave me, I know, because I went out to gather berries that day and was caught in a drenching shower. And for 10 years before, I could not bear the least exposure without suffering from those terrible, dreadful headaches I told you about and from dysentery. But that day, I had neither. I had once been laid out for dead, lying there, perfectly conscious, hearing my friends grieving over me, but I did not want to come to, I suffered so. No, I never have any of those ailments. I am a well, hearty woman, and that is not all. I had been seeking religion for more than 20 years But I never knew how Christians felt till I told you I was cured that day on the campground, On the first of this year, I was so blessed as to receive a course of lessons from one of our teacher's students. Now I am only trusting that the time will come when I may be enabled to teach others the way of truth as well as to add to the many demonstrations God has given you. E D S.
0: The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 20 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, God, the only cause and creator. The golden text is from Jeremiah. Ah, Lord God, behold, Thou hast made the heaven and the earth by Thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for Thee. The responsive reading is from Psalms I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. Praise Praise him, him, sun and
2: moon. Praise him, all ye stars of light.
0: Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded, and they were created. Fairly from Maryland will now read
5: The Holy Bible. Proverbs The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. Isaiah. O Lord, thou art my God. I will exalt thee. I will praise thy name. For thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. Therefore shall the strong people glorify thee. The city of the terrible nations shall fear thee. For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress. A refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat, when the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. Psalms. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Exodus. And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people, and they said, Why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? And he pursued after the children of Israel. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground. And the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And the Lord said unto Moses, stretch out thine hand over the sea, That the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared. And the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Psalms They that go down to the sea in ships, that do business in great waters, These see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. They cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad because they be quiet, so he bringeth them unto their desired haven. Matthew. Now, when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he gave commandment to depart unto the other side. And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? Isaiah, behold, a king shall reign in righteousness, and princes shall rule in judgment, and a man shall be as an hiding place from the wind, and a covert from the tempest, as rivers of water in a dry place, as the shadow of a great rock in a weary land, and the eyes of them that see shall not be dim. And the ears of them that hear shall hearken. Job. God thundereth marvelously with his voice. Great things doeth he. For he saith to the snow, be thou on the earth. Likewise to the small rain, and to the great rain of his strength. By the breath of God, frost is given and the breadth of the waters is straightened. Also by watering, he wearieth the thick cloud. He scattereth his bright cloud, and it is turned round about by his counsels, that they may do whatsoever he commandeth them upon the face of the world in the earth. Hearken unto this, stand still, and consider the wondrous works of God. Amos, for lo, he that formeth the mountains, and createth the wind, and declareth unto man what is his thought, that maketh the morning darkness, and treadeth upon the high places of the earth, the Lord, the God of hosts, is his name.
6: Bruce will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Creator, Spirit, Mind, Intelligence, The animating divine principle of all that is real and good, self-existent life, truth, and love, that which is perfect and eternal, the opposite of matter and evil, which have no principle, God, who made all that was made, and could not create an atom or an element the opposite of Himself. To grasp the reality and order of being in its science, you must begin by reckoning God as the divine principle of all that really is. Spirit, life, truth, love combine as one, and are the scriptural names for God. All substance, intelligence, wisdom, being, immortality, cause, and effect belong to God. These are His attributes, the eternal manifestations of the infinite divine principle, love. No wisdom is wise, but his wisdom. No truth is true, no love is lovely, no life is life, but the divine. No good is, but the good God bestows. Divine Metaphysics as revealed to spiritual understanding, shows clearly that all is mind, and that mind is God, omnipotence, omnipresence, omniscience, that is, all power, all presence, all science. Hence, all is, in reality, the manifestation of mind. Mind, supreme over all its formations and governing them all, is the central sun of its own systems of ideas, the life and light of all its own vast creation, and man, is tributary to divine mind. The world would collapse without mind, without the intelligence which holds the winds in its grasp. Wind, that which indicates the might of omnipotence and the movements of God's spiritual government encompassing all things destruction anger mortal passions moral and spiritual might belong to spirit who holds the wind in his fists and this teaching accords with science and harmony in science You can have no power opposed to God, and the physical senses must give up their false testimony. Your influence for good depends upon the weight you throw into the right scale. The good you do and embody gives you the only power obtainable. Evil is not power, it is a mockery of strength, which ere long betrays its weakness and falls, never to rise. Erring power is a material belief, a blind, miscalled force, the offspring of will and not of wisdom of the mortal mind, and not of the immortal. It is the headlong cataract, the devouring flame, the tempest's breath. It is lightning and hurricane, all that is selfish, wicked, dishonest, and impure. There is no vapid fury of mortal mind expressed in earthquake, wind, wave, lightning, fire, bestial ferocity. And this so-called mind is self-destroyed. The manifestations of evil, which counterfeit divine justice, are called in the Scriptures the anger of the Lord. In reality, they show the self-destruction of error or matter and point to matters opposite, the strength and permanency of spirit. Christian science brings to light truth and its supremacy. Universal harmony, the entireness of God, good, and the nothingness of evil. The more closely error simulates truth, and so called matter resembles its essence, mortal mind the more impotent error becomes as a belief. According to human belief, the lightning is fierce and the electric current swift. Yet, in Christian science, the flight of one and the blow of the other will become harmless. The more destructive matter becomes, the more its nothingness will appear until matter reaches its mortal zenith in illusion and forever disappears. Truth makes all things possible to spirit, but the so-called laws of matter would render spirit of no avail and demand obedience to materialistic codes, thus departing from the basis of one God, one lawmaker. To suppose that God constitutes laws of inharmony is a mistake. Discords have no support from nature or divine law, however much is said to the contrary. The true Logos is demonstrably Christian science, the natural law of harmony which overcomes discord. Not because this science is supernatural or preternatural nor because it is an infraction of divine law, but because it is the immutable law of God, good. Jesus stilled the tempest, healed the sick, walked on the water. There is divine authority for believing in the superiority of spiritual power over material resistance. A miracle fulfills God's law, but does not violate that law. This fact, at present, seems more mysterious than the miracle itself. The psalmist sang, What ailed thee, O thou sea, that thou fleddest? Thou Jordan, that thou wast driven back? Ye mountains that ye skipped like rams, And ye little hills like lambs? Tremble, thou earth, at the presence of the Lord, At the presence of the God of Jacob. The miracle introduces no disorder, but unfolds the primal order, establishing the science of God's unchangeable law. Nature voices natural, spiritual law and divine love but human belief misinterprets nature. Arctic regions, sunny tropics, giant hills, winged winds, mighty billows, verdant veils, festive flowers, and glorious heavens all point to mind the spiritual intelligence they reflect. The floral apostles are hieroglyphs of deity. Suns and planets teach grand lessons. The stars make night beautiful, and the leaflet turns naturally towards the light. Mind is the Grand Creator, and there can be no power except that which is derived from mind. If mind was first chronologically, is first potentially, and must be first eternally, then give to mind the glory, honor, dominion, and power everlastingly do its holy name.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 391. Why search the future and the past? Why do ye look with tearful eyes and seek far off for paradise? Before your feet life's pearl is cast. Hymn number 391. Let's now sing hymn number 62. From all that dwell below the skies, let the Creator's praise arise. Let the Redeemer's name be sung through every land, by every tongue. Hymn number 62.
3: I will read from the Christian Science textbook, the scientific statement of being, and the correlative passages from First John, third chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth, matter is mortal error, spirit is the real and eternal, matter is the unreal and temporal, spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness, therefore man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us even as he is pure for to him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever amen